Saxon, thanks so much for hopping on. It's great to get a chance to talk to you like right before your, your season gets into high gear here. Heck yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Uh, so you are competing at the Granite Games and it kicks off in, what is it? Today's Tuesday in like three days. Your, your season is like coming to a peak in order for you to qualify for your CrossFit Games again. How are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. Um, I'm excited to get into a live competition. I, obviously, the last time I got to do that was against my brothers for the open announcement. But other than that, it's it's been a hot second since we've been able to do that. Yeah, the the I definitely want to talk to you about that open announcement because I feel like I watched that from the perspective of a younger brother. I'm the youngest of three. So I watched <laughs> that from the perspective of a younger brother. And I knew immediately that Scott was just playing this like terrible older brother game of like dragging you along into deep waters just for <laughs> just for his own entertainment what, what was that what was that entire process like uh, it was a really cool process um like I said during the announcement that's something that all three of us have kind of been dreaming of getting to compete together um we've gotten to do what as a team of three which has always been fun but um actually competing like head to head to head like that it's been since regionals in 18 when i first qualified for the games um so i was really just blessed for that opportunity to be able to do that um and to really start the season that way what was what was that uh what was that night like in terms of the competition with you guys because i've seen you guys go through one open workout all three of you together that was like back in 2016 so it was a long time yeah there's been a big change in your fitnesses (laughs) so what, what was that actual night of competition like yeah it was really good i wasn't too sure really what to expect and what dave was going to throw at us i assumed it was going to be a heavy barbell um And then he didn't tell us that until later, but I think with the structure of that workout, it was, it was a very tricky structure and like warming up for that. I think, um, with the time we had to be able to do that was, um, unique. And I had the opportunity to redo that workout, but, um, it taught me a lot of being able to figure things out on the fly as to a game plan for a workout, especially a workout that you really wouldn't see in training, um, and then being able to lift heavy after that. But yeah, it was a really good learning experience, um, really in any type of live competition. Um, but it was fun. I, I really enjoyed it. And I think it set the season up very nicely. Yeah. You're, you're competing this weekend for your fourth straight games appearance. Is that correct? That's correct. Dude, I remember we were we were just before we started recording. The three of us, you, me, and Ryan, who no one can see or hear right now, but he's getting a thumbs up, so like no camera. But either way, uh, we we're just talking about how you were competing at regionals like seven years ago, six seven years ago, and yeah. the idea that now you're competing for your fourth straight CrossFit Games competition. What is the like? What is that? feeling of having sort of achieved not just the I got it one and done I made it to the game something I've been training for for a long time but you've actually developed this consistency of competing at the games and at a high level a lot of people I think might for some reason or another not necessarily remember that 2019 you finished in the top 10 you're ninth in 2019 so it's not like you're you know showing up and just getting thrown out the thrown out the rear end of the blender in the beginning of the workouts so yeah um I I feel really good about it. Um, 
I've been very patient with kind of like my body growing because I got into the sport at such a young age. And I really feel like I'm just kind of tapping into who I am as a CrossFit Games athlete and figuring out like really like putting on size and um, the way Scott always said it was like man strength um, and um, being able to like lift weights and actually feel good lifting weights. Uh, I was always lifting heavy loads for, I think my, my size and my age, you know, whenever I was 18, 19, 20 years old. Um, but was it really fully healthy for my body? Um, probably not. So that was something that I had to dial back on a little bit and really just kind of focus on my conditioning. And I finally feel like all those pieces are coming together where, you know, my body feels good lifting heavy loads and my conditioning feels good. And I, I feel like one full piece actually going into this season to where everything kind of came together very nicely. At a, at a a point in your training career like this, I mean, you've been doing CrossFit for what at this point, like 10 years, eight years, nine yeah. years, 10 years, something like that. About 11 years. Yeah. 11 years. So I was, I mean, like I, <laughs> I underestimated. Early I'm sorry, 12 years, 12 years. So we, we've, <laughs> we've been doing CrossFit <laughs> at the same amount of time. So, but you started as like a, you started as like a young kid and yeah. you have had this sort of overarching like, you know, Scott being there and as good as he has been at CrossFit and his ability to sort of train himself up, I think has obviously helped develop both you and Spencer. And I wonder at this point, it's like, how challenging is it to continue to improve? Um, I don't think, like I said, I think a lot of it was just kind of um, waiting for my body to grow um, and being able to like lift these heavy loads in, in workouts uh, and it, it, I know it wasn't good for my body at the time, but it was just something that I was had to be okay with. And I, in some cases, I think um, some competitions would come up to where it was lighter loads to where, you know, I, I vividly remember in 2016 regionals, there was four or five deadlifts and that was my one rep max. Um, and I still, I think ended up finishing like 11th at regionals that year. But like now to be able to put, you know, 120 pounds on my deadlift since then, um, and to be able to carry that over into training to where, okay, I can do four or five deadlifts and my back's not going to hurt the next day. Um, I just think that's continuing to just grow um, as I put on more size and, you know, get older and kind of get that man strength. I, I love the idea of man strength, by the way. I'm a huge, and, I'm a that's huge a, fan that's of That's a term I've heard so much growing up because it was always just like, I was always like, be patient, be patient. Like you don't need to lift super heavy loads. And I'm like, I, I know, but like, it's not as heavy as you're lifting right now. Um, but it, it was always good to have him as a training partner because the expectation was always here. And I was really, even if I hit a, let's say a 15, 20 pound PR on my clean, it was still 40 pounds from him. And to me, I always felt like that was never enough until I could actually lift more than him. Uh, so that expectation was always set very high and like to actually be able to lift those weights now and feel good. Um, I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. It must, it's like, it's one thing to watch competitors from a distance, like especially people at that level from a distance and sort of see, all right, so on paper, this is what they're capable of. It's like a whole nother thing to be within like touching distance of someone who's doing it <laughs> yeah. day in, day out and getting there. And I can imagine you probably got a lot of, you know, just like it's like like training smarts through osmosis just by being around that and I, I i think that must have helped right yeah yeah absolutely and i mean i got into crossfit like really competitively 
whenever I was in high school, whenever I qualified for regionals for the first time and Scott was going to the games and, you know, and I was with Spencer and um, I was always just surrounded around people that, you know, wanted to be the fittest men on earth. Um, so I think that kept me out of like going to parties and drinking and things like that whenever I was in high school and college. Um, and instead of going out and doing that, I was actually in the gym late at night, you know, knowing that this was all going to pay off in the long run. Um, so being able to surround myself around those two growing up at such a young age, I think it just really helped me build great habits into being a prof professional athlete. So now you guys are, you got, and by you guys, I mean, you and you and Spencer, you guys have opened your own gym. You're uh, like what, like maybe an hour away from mentality. Is that right? Yeah. About 40 minutes, 35, 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Okay, so you guys are, are not not quite close enough for it to be like a daily training the way it was before. Right. And so you and Spencer are kind of doing your training together, right? Are you guys kind of like uh, hive minding your programming and, and trying to do it the way you guys had it before? You guys have some? Yeah. Um, so I have Facunda who does my programming. Um, and he started programming for me right before uh, the Rogue Invitational last year. So right before then, I switched over from programming for myself and Spence um, to actually having somebody oversee everything. That way he can actually analyze, okay, where are my scores? Where do I need to improve and how can I improve that? And I think with just how I feel, I think that's been one of the best decisions I've made. So a lot of people probably don't know who Facundo is and that's a shame because he's hilarious and he's awesome. <laughs> so tell, tell us a little bit about Facundo. Facundo is uh short words, he's the man. <laughs> um, but he's very knowledgeable in CrossFit. Um, I know he's worked with a lot of the top athletes in the sport. And I actually got linked through him from Scott. Um, I know he met him. And he was traveling with Mayhem a lot, uh, um, especially last year, whenever they were going to their um, sanctionals. Um, and then I actually reached out to him just to kind of help me with a little bit of endurance. And then what ended up happening was he's like, hey, like, let's do this workout. And the workout completely crumbled me. I remember it very vividly. It was like wall balls into like heavy thrusters. Um, and I was like, I was failing thrusters and I was like, Oh wow. Like that is, that's very unique. And I was like, okay, like let's actually focus on doing this together. And, you know, would you uh, be okay with taking over my programming and see what happens? And I love, I've loved it since then. Yeah, that's awesome. I think uh, uh, probably, I wonder if people would recognize Facundo if they saw him, but he, he has traveled. Like I met him when I was out in uh, uh, Cookville, um, hanging with Rich, like, you know, he was part of that sort of like group of outside coaches that would come in and help manage like the various athletes and their, their, their training and stuff. So it was, yeah. it's cool to see like, you know, Rich is rich for in some way, I don't know how he's hand, how he's managed it, but in some way he's sort of become this sort of like magnet that brings in all these really talented uh, uh, and, and intelligent coaches and athletes. So it's good to see it kind of trickle out and, and get to other athletes. And I'm interested to see what the end result of that is, right? Because this will be, I mean, how many seasons have you been working with him? It's been this, this full season so far, right? This it's been, yeah, it's really been this full season. I trained with him all the way um, to stage one of the games last year. Um, but again, we only got to work with each other for really, I would say like eight weeks. Uh, and then stage one was obviously a very unique test than what we were training for because we were really training for an in-person competition. Um, so I was doing like a lot of swimming and running and then we obviously didn't see too much of that. Um, <laughs> but, 
Um, whenever I did go out and test stuff for the games, I felt very good and very well-rounded with the tests that they threw at those five athletes last year. So I was really blessed for the opportunity to actually be able to go through the events with how they were going to be actually set up. And I felt as if I got to be able to compete at the games and um, at least take that experience away and um, figure out, okay, what do I need to address in my training for this year coming up? Let's talk a little bit about that because that is a really unique experience to be able to be on like the sort of the demo team, uh, especially for the games as they were last season. How did that even come about? Yeah. Um, so it was like a week after the games uh, or the online portion. I was obviously pretty upset with kind of like my results and my performance on that. Uh, and then someone from Crosser reached out to me and asked if I'd want to come out and run through the full games weekend and test it for them. And I'd like to thank any opportunities that come my way. I want to, want to build up my arsenal and uh, really embrace every opportunity. So I agreed to go out there and uh, run through this test with them. What was the, what was the experience of, I mean, you were there for about a full week, if I remember correctly, right? Like you were there for quite yeah. a, quite a long time. What was yeah. that like? Um, it was it felt like the CrossFit games. Um, we hit every single workout at its designated time frame that it was going to be for those top five athletes. Um, so that's exactly what it felt like. Um, obviously, like recovery and food and stuff was completely different. Uh, but other than that, it felt like the CrossFit games um, without a crowd. <laughs> Which is kind of what the games were like last year anyway. So you kind of got yeah. the full experience in a way. Yeah. And I think that was like really unique to, so I got to go out there. I had the opportunity to go out twice. Um, so one to test the games weekend and then one to actually be on like the demo team where I'm going to demo stuff for the athletes and to be able to actually go through the weekend and see how I felt. And then to be able to go out there and watch those other athletes go through it and know exactly how they were feeling at that point. I thought it was really cool to be able to see, okay, this is how I felt at that point. Like, how are these guys going to react whenever this happens? How are they going to react when th that happens? And like really see, okay, where did you win it over the weekend and where did you lose it over the weekend? And what, what, what were your takeaways? I mean, is that, is that like trade secrets or is that, is, is there something you can share there? I don't want to say it's trade secrets, but I think it was more of like, okay, who's able to like kind of thrive on a crowd and who is okay with just those voices in their head and really kind of like battling those demons in their own mind. And I thought that was really cool to be able to see that. Was Matt as impressive in person as he was on the stream? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I do think, I do think there's a lot of different, with only five athletes, you can only like, I think what ended up happening was people, especially in like longer events, people kind of felt like the run's a great example. Minus him and Madero's, so they were going back and forth, which is an amazing race to see. Um, but I think you were able to see, okay, if nobody's in my sight and I'm in fifth, am I really going to catch anybody? Like, is it really worth me killing myself to try and catch up? I think if you had, you know, five, 10, 15 athletes, I think it would have been completely different. I think the scoring would have been um, really different. But other than that, um, yeah, we'll, we'll never know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, was there any, did you, ex, did you see or experience anything like in terms of changes from the run through of the weekend that you went through versus what the actual end result were? Like, were there little tweaks here and there to make sure it was? Uh, not really. I think everything was pretty much identical. Um, minus like, I think GHDs, they put pads on it. So no one fell out. 
Um, I remember when we were testing that, I like put my sock over because I have really small feet <laughs> and I was like, Hey, like maybe if you stick the sock on it, you won't like people won't like, there's no risk of anyone falling out. But other than that, everything stayed the exact same, um, which is really cool. So now that we are, you know, deep into the 2021 season, we're back to sort of this uh, very familiar regionals esque format where you, you kind of have to win and in uh, type situation with things uh, like, you know, Granite Games, uh, which you're going to be competing at. How has this season kind of felt for you? Is it kind of a back to normal feeling? Is there a sense of kind of missing the sanctionals, like what you're talking about, getting able to compete things like Wadapalooza before yeah. or what? Um, I, it's definitely different. Uh, and I think it's really how you kind of look at it. Um, obviously, for the Open, I don't want to say it, it was irrelevant because they took, I think it was 75 from um, North America. So um, I would say a majority of the athletes were able to make it through that. Um, but you could look at it that way, or you could look at it this way as like, okay, I need to perform well because this is setting the tone for the entire year. Um, so I think it all just kind of depends how much pressure you want to put on yourself and how much stress you want to put on yourself. For me, I felt like, Hey, like this is setting up my entire year. This is going to really determine, um, how my programming has been over the last year. And it ended up being one of my best opens and as well as quarterfinals, um, especially for an online format. That was something I struggled with, with stage one. And I talked to Facundo about that of like, okay, I need to get really good at what everybody's great at. I know I can swim. I know I can run. I know I can push a sled things that you would see in an in-person competition. Uh, but the stuff that you're seeing inside the box is something that I need really need to put a lot of emphasis on. Um, and I was excited to be able to see how those two stages played out. But again, like I said, anytime it's a competition, you're going to want to win. And I think anyone that puts the pressure on himself of like, Hey, this really means nothing. What are you, what are you really doing? You know what I mean? Um, a competition is a competition, whether they're taking 7,500, whether they're taking five or whether they're taking one, like to me, I always feel like the goal is always to win. And that's going to just build more confidence for you. And that's going to kind of snowball through the rest of the season, especially whenever you have so many different stages, like going all the way to the games, you're looking at four different stages, you know what I mean? And it's like, you don't want to finish 7,001 and you know, that's not going to help your confidence in my opinion in any way you're thinking, Oh, wow, I needed to change something in my, in my training. And then that carries over to the next one. You're like, you kind of get that self-doubt in your training. But I think if you can do well in all of these stages, your confidence goes up and you understand that like, Hey, what I've, what I've been doing has been right. And I'm on the right path to getting to where I need to be. So how are you feeling? I mean, it sounds like you're feeling pretty confident, pretty feeling pretty good. So, so how are you feeling coming into this, this little, little granite games competition? Yeah, I'm feeling really good. Uh, I'm excited, like I said, to get an in-person competition. It's been a long time to be able to do that. But I'm really excited to just see different different aspects of workouts that you can't see inside of the gym. Like Granite Games, we're going to have thrusters and where you're actually running a full distance next to people where – you know, that distance can't be manipulated, you know what I mean? To where like some people might be running in grass, some people might be running on pavement, like everything is very consistent. And that's, I think really what I'm most excited about. Is there, um, is there anyone on the competition on like the, the division that you're in that you're looking at and you're like, man, I can't wait to get head to head with you or I haven't competed against you and I really want to see what happens. Yeah. Um, not really. I think like the big picture is the CrossFit games and the goal is getting there. Um, and I'd like to think and truly know that 
I've been training to become the fittest man on earth. And I sure hope everybody else has been as well. And if you can show up and it's going to be a race, then it's going to be a race. Um, but I don't want to set my expectation for anyone specifically because we've been training completely different. And, you know, I'd like to think some people are training harder than others. And some people are putting more time into becoming the fittest on earth. And some people are just going for the experience. So like, you really don't know what other people are thinking. And I think if you set your expectation on those people, um, I think you can set yourself up to kind of disappoint your, yourself. So for you, where does the, like, where does the win in this season occur? Is it making it to the games? Is it another top 10 performance? Is it podium? What does that look like? It's winning the CrossFit games um, and becoming the fittest man on earth. And um, I've been saying that since I was 12 years old and I ever qualified for the games um, that's, that's always been my dream and, uh, becoming the fittest man on earth and being able to inspire people along the way. And, uh, that's kind of what happened for me. Um, I remember meeting rich whenever I was, I was like 12 years old at regionals and he came up and he talked to me and, you know, just by like seeing him and having that conversation that inspired me to want to be able to do that. And I'm hoping I can do the same thing for, um, younger kids coming up in the sport. And to me, I think that's really what it's about. Is this your year? This is the year. Nice. That's what I like to hear. That's awesome. Well, uh, I appreciate it, Saxon. It's great talking to you, man. I I think that the you know the the floor of your performance has always been so high that like you get a couple home runs in there, and it's like you're just fighting for that that podium spot, that title spot, like all the time. So I I, I just I'm excited to see what happens, especially considering what it's like with the younger generation of athletes, like who have grown up doing this thing, um, really coming into their own to compete. And I'm excited for what the future holds for, for that, that sort of next generation of competitors, which includes you. Absolutely. Yeah. It's going to be something special for sure. Thanks, man. Good luck. Thank you.